Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Meet Dave and Ryan. Dave and Ryan are doing very well for sure. That's because they are the hosts of the Rock Vegas podcast. Dave paints and writes books. Ryan doesn't edit anything. Listen to them weekly on the Rock Vegas podcast for a boost of self-esteem and natural male enhancement. are you doing social distancing bro so gotta stay six feet away would you get up on the mic let me measure i mean no you're no, close. you're seven feet away right now to be fair but i need you to the mic no man you're fucking sick your face is covered okay it's ridiculous get up on the mic can you hear me now with the i can hear you now the mask should i take the mask off you, yeah just real quick let's see how it sounds with the mask off you sound better so yeah it sounds clear can we? All right, I'll take the mask. Can off. we stop being ridiculous with the social distancing shit? Hey, man. Um, no. I, everyone says we got to social distance, man. Everyone's freaking <laughs> out right now. Everybody at work. Everybody. At We're Walmart. less than four feet from each other. I know, other. dude. I'm, I'm I'm actually shaking right now. I'm, I I'm can kinda, see this. I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm scared. You know, you were traveling. I was traveling. Like, we're all gonna die. Like, this is the end of the world, man. We're all fucking no, dying. It's just not true. It's we're not getting, gonna happen. We're all getting Dave, the Zika. Do you have an immune system? Um, I do. It's Does it weakened. work? Oh, is it, is it weakened? Yeah, it's weakened. Well, then you may be susceptible. Yeah, I'm acceptable. <clears throat> so maybe you should have social distancing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it don't work, man. Social okay. distancing don't work. Social distancing is ridiculous. It's fucking retarded. It is ridiculous. Uh, now, in my, not to go all way tinfoil hat here, but if we actually pay attention to the timeline of Italy and about another week's time, we should be completely full country quarantine. Uh, save that for the think tank. All right. Um, because I can't comment on it without mm-hmm. getting deep into it. All right. And uh, real time, you've probably already ha- heard this, the think tank because of the order of how these episodes come out. Yeah. Uh, but so this, you know, I guess when you're listening to this, Go back in the list of episodes that we've released and go to the one, the Think Tank, episode 200. Yeah, yeah 200. That, that'll be called something. I don't know what it'll be called because we haven't recorded it yet, but we have intentions in doing it. Yes. And go, and, and this is, so it'll all have, these two episodes will have been recorded on the same day, but one released way before the other one, or probably like a few weeks before the other one. So, yeah. uh, unless I do some rejiggering. I said no. jiggering. Okay. Um, just want to clarify. So in our time of need of social distancing, we can't be going that route. <laughs> yeah, we can't be. We got to be unified as one social networking distancing group. Just separate. <laughs> we just have to be. Yeah, we're just, together, but we're not. Right. You know. Now we are. We are acknowledging the social. Uh, what is it? Social distancing. distancing? Yeah. Social distancing. By only having two of us here. Yes, we are because limiting our quantity of people yeah, that are usually in the Normally studio. we have fifteen people in studio. Yeah. But because now we've been told we can only do ten or less. Right. Like we we even don't even have uh, uh what's her name here Liz, Liz yeah Jesus Christ 
It's like, been I, a while. I've been out of the podcast game for like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Something. We, when we, was the last time we recorded? It's been a minute. Because the last time we were supposed to do it on a Tuesday, I set my alarm, got oh, yeah. up, got up, thought I hit snooze, but apparently I turned it off and woke up about 20 minutes after you texted me and said, fuck you, as I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Pretty much. It's pretty much what it said. I said, uh, s- apparently you forgot, because I really did think you forgot. It's such a weird day. We don't yeah. record on Tuesdays. I thought, well, you had said Tuesday on Friday. Yep. Tuesday showed up. I got up, which I didn't have to do, and I was pissed that I got up, and I sat there for fucking 20 minutes after whatever time we were, 7 or something like that. I was like, yeah. well, since you forgot, I'm going back to bed, because I was tired. and Pissed. And and I hadn't didn't go to the gym the night before, because I was like, well, I got to whatever, you yeah. know. And anyways, so then I went to back back to bed, and then uh, right after that, I went on my trip. So nice, yeah. So anyway, social distancing. Yeah, that's the name of this episode. We're doing our part. Not really. I know. So oh, we are. So tell me about your trip, bro. So went to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Um. So here's the weird thing: is like the Tuesday before I went on my trip, like I'm at work. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll preface this. So this is what I because it kind of sets up my trip. Uh, I bought all this shit for my trip back in December and had all this shit planned. And uh, <clears throat> so Tuesday night before my trip, this is the night that within an hour and a half time period, they decided the NBA was going to be shut down. Uh, Tom Hanks all of a sudden got the coronavirus. Um, Every sport got There was a, an a NBA player that got it, or two NBA players. Yeah. It, it, like, all this shit happened within, like, an hour and a half period, from, like, s- uh, probably 7.30 to, like, 9.30 or 9 or something like that, in that, like, two-hour range. All this shit happened. And it was, like, it, it really felt like you're in a movie, like like a pandemic movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... It kind of sets up like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's just all this show. We're going to start all, you know, you would never think they're going to shut down NBA, NHL, NFL, all this. Okay. MLB. Yeah. Every sport. Concerts. Just stopping every concert, everything that's touring, stopping everything, just stopping. And, and they're, them saying there will be no baseball season this year. There will be no football. There will be no, like, it's just weird. Okay. So it felt like a really weird movie yeah. that was happening. Um, but before you go further, isn't wrestling still going on with no fucking audience? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they canceled their live shows out to a certain, through a certain date. Right. And they're doing everything in their performance center, which is where they basically train people. Mm-hmm. So like the up and comers, they all train at this place that they own in Florida, but they're actually filming their shows there now with no, because you could fit maybe like hundred people in there for like an audience. Right. But they also have a little um, arena that they're using at Full Sail University mm-hmm. for their like their minor league, like their NXT is what yeah. they call it. Yeah. But yeah, they're so they're not even doing those shows. They're doing everything at the Performance Center in Florida, and yeah, they're doing it with no no audience. No audience. So but weird. what the weird thing is is when they the, like the first one that they did or the second one that they did in the Performance Center, mm-hmm. they. Uh, <laughs> there's video and I don't know how this person got this video but they were doing the show live while it was happening so it was on the air as it was happening mm-hmm. rather than like taping it which is what I would have done if I was in charge I would have just said we're just gonna fucking tape the show and then we'll you know fit it commercial yeah. and all this uh, well they were taping it 
or filming it live as it was hitting the TV. So during the commercial breaks, the wrestling stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to expose wrestling for being fake. <laughs> I mean, right. obviously people watching at home wouldn't know this, but somehow this this guy got the feed. He must have had some way to get a direct feed. Maybe it was international or something. He was getting a direct feed of the camera on the ring. They went to commercial, and it was like a tag team match, and, and the, the wrestlers just kind of stopped, and they were like, you know, they were like, it wasn't like they were like high-fiving and shit like when they were fighting, but, you know, like the opposing mm-hmm. teams weren't like high-fiving and hobnobbing, but they were, they had stopped physically wrestling. Right. Now, naturally, you would probably do that because why are you going to be doing, why are you going to like take bumps on the fucking ring when there's no audience, there's no re- reason to take these mm-hmm. bumps if nobody's seen it? Except there, there's this fucking feed that somehow <laughs> is hitting the internet yeah. somewhere and... I mean, they're still like, they were acting like they were like arguing and shit like that, but they're not physically wrestling. But I also understand why. Because why take these fucking bumps if you don't need to? Right. It's just weird. Like, and yeah, now they're doing everything. This is the first time they're, they had WrestleMania planned for, uh, I think it's end of March, early April, mm-hmm. like somewhere in that two week span there. And, uh, in Tampa Bay, where the Buccaneers play, yep. they've canceled it, and they're doing two nights of WrestleMania, no crowd, in their performance center. Hmm. Now, this is a thing that can draw millions upon millions and yeah. millions of dollars for the city and right. for wrestling. And they had to cancel it off to do it in a tiny little building. That's funny. <laughs> so they're doing the biggest show in the smallest, in the smallest venue with hmm. no crowd. It is going to be the weirdest thing ever, I think. Yeah. Anyways, so the trip. So I leave on Friday morning. The 13th. Friday the 13th, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. My flight was like 13.07. I arrived at like 1.13 mm-hmm. is what it was. Well, everything was, thir- it was really weird. So like I was leaving on Friday the 13th. My flight had 13 in the number. My arrival time was something 13. 13. 13. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of 13s in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, everything was hunky-dory with the flight. Uh, it was the first plane I had been on that had a TV on every single seat, and I watched Ad Astra. That, oh, nice. That, uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I almost said Bill Bill Hanks or something like that. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so I watched that Did movie. You like Have you seen it? Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like it was it. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I watch it with no sound because I didn't have a way to plug into the thing and oh. listen to it, and they weren't passing those out. Um, but I read subtitles, so I okay. read the movie okay. and watched it. But it was good; it was interesting. Um, it's on my my Voodoo. You can Voodoo. watch it with sound. <laughs> yeah, I will. Now I'm curious. Uh, soundtrack any good? Seemed like it probably would be good for the, that kind of a movie. Uh, it didn't stand out. No, I don't remember okay. much about it. Well, maybe not then. Oh, well. Anyways. Um, so, I get to Vegas, and, uh, you know, I, I I packed some masks, because, you know, the Tuesday right before this, you know, everybody's, oh, we're fun, fucking shutting everything down, so I'm like, oh, I, I had some masks, so I'll pack them. Uh, there was, like, two or three people on the plane that had them, but overall, 
it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. Like a lot of people just didn't seem to give a shit. <coughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. <laughs> My chew swallow went down the wrong tube. Dave has coronavirus. I have the Heineken virus. <laughs> okay. Have you seen the that uh, Corona changed their name to Ebola Light? I did see they that. They just want to get off that. They don't want to be associated with it. They changed yeah. their name to Ebola Light. I thought that was funny as fuck. Mm. Anyways, um, so yeah, everything's fine. You get to Vegas. Nobody seems to give a shit about anything there. It was, you know, busy as usual, what you'd expect in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's when we first arrived. Uh, we stayed at Mandalay Bay. Okay. For... Those long-time listeners are probably thinking, come on, why did you do that, Ryan? <laughs> well, because I wanted to see. I wanted to see how they would react to uh, my real last name <laughs> mm-hmm. at the front desk. Um, I had debated going into this either saying when I handed them my ID, no relation, mm-hmm. or if I should say, can I get a room on the 32nd floor? <laughs> I wasn't sure which one I should do. Uh, right. My wife discouraged both. Right. And um, so as not to piss her off, I didn't do either one. Um, however, the uh, when we were, you know, it was like all the checkout or all mm. the check-in spots. There's tons of people, you know, checking in, and you're you're only like three feet from the next desk over. Right. And uh, the lady was, and I won't say it, but the lady was like, "Okay, Mister," and she says it real loud, and I was just waiting for you to be like. <laughs> but honestly, at this point, I don't. I think had I gone maybe two months afterwards, would have been more of an issue. Yeah. It's been over a year, right? And I don't think anybody gives a shit anymore. Um, they put me on the ironically the twenty second floor, so ten floors down. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, on a different side. So my view was of the the pools okay. and the convention center, where. So no good shot of the uh, no. Country, uh, they have country. they have since. By the way, I'll just you know uh, cover this. They have paved what used to be the gravel area that was where the concert was. Mm-hmm. It's all paved like fresh blacktop. And according to Uber drivers that we've had, is they are not going to do anything else with it. It's just going to remain that. So maybe turn it into a parking lot, kind of what it sounded like, because they've paved it. Right. Um, but. That will be still some time. Okay. But it is still fenced off. You can't go in there. And they have cameras to prevent people from doing it. But, Interesting. Yeah. So um, I did stay at Mandalay Bay. I was curious. I wanted to see it. It's also where they filmed the show Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I also wanted to see it for that reason. Now, I had been there one time before to see the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil show. Okay. But it was literally we showed up, went to the show, and left. So I'd never had it. And this was before the big shooting out there so i it's not like i was like i gotta see you know what i mean so i'd never been in there uh until now and And you never gave a shit before either right yeah it's it's what there's no reason to go to that hotel it's at the fucking one end of the strip usually most people go down to luxor because it's a pyramid and then you turn around and go the other direction and you don't continue on to mandalay bay um if i and it was nice it was a nice hotel Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know why you would want to shoot people from that hotel, but I guess. Well, you do it because still, you're... Still don't think the official story is the official you story. You do it because that's your mission. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to find my... Uh... Here we go. This will help. This will help me cover everything that we did. Um, was this a thing to you? 
What's that? Where they give you the cards? On the uh, I Was saw one. Oh, really? One guy. Wow. And he offered a probably a stack about that thick mm-hmm. to me and my wife as we were walking, and I just, just shook my head no. Obviously, I don't speak any English. Right. But one guy. That's wow. all I saw. So they have really cracked down on that, or I don't know. Maybe they were... They're worried about the coronavirus. Something. But see, when I first got there, it was as though that wasn't a thing. Right. Okay. Right. Because it happened later in the day, on that day. Yeah, where, where shit really started getting mm-hmm. real. So we get there, we check into Mandalay Bay. I had made... Um, so this whole trip was basically for my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. So I had made uh, dinner reservations for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at a place, at three different places. Mm-hmm. And we had a uh, Cirque du Soleil show uh, each night. Those okay. first three nights, okay? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, Thursday before we left, and it was, it was Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, one of those days, um, I had a refund in my bank account from uh, uh, Luxor, I think is where one of the shows that I had paid for. Mm-hmm. I had a refund, and that show had been canceled. Um, not stating the reason being coronavirus, right. uh, just that they were canceled. Like, as though they were shutting the show down altogether. Like, maybe they weren't getting enough people, mm-hmm. so they decided to cut their losses. That's how I took it. So, that was the Sunday show. Um, and I was like, okay, well, whatever. We still have Friday and Saturday, and then and I guess we'll have some... We can do something else Sunday, and then do something on Monday. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, once they canceled that show, then I bought the uh, Area 51 tour for Monday. Nice. So, we'll get there. So, Friday, we go to dinner at this little Mexican restaurant, and then we went to see the Beatles love Cirque du Soleil show. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that one yet. And uh, so we went and saw that. That was pretty good. We sat front row. Nice. And uh, so literally, like, the stage was kind of like an X, mm-hmm. and it crossed in the middle, and then we were down in one of the little armpits of the X. Right. So they're, like, people running next to you. They're fucking, like, act like they're going to fall over onto you, and then, you know, they they stopped like right there. I had a dude's face like right here, you know, like mm. it was kind of cool. Like you're part of the show. My wife hated it because she doesn't like being part of the show, part of that shit, which I don't either, but I thought it was cool. Like, why not? Why not just mm. be right there? You know? Um, so anyways, Beatles love saw that. Uh, we saw the second to last show of that show before they all got shut down, uh, Saturday. So that's all we really did on Friday. Uh, Saturday we got up and we, uh, let's see, what did we do on Saturday? Let me see. Go through my itinerary. Oh, on my plane ride out, they, uh, I got comp with the TV on every single seat. Mm-hmm. They get, we had complimentary drinks. So I had tried a uh, fat tire, oh, the beer. Fat you never tire. had it before? Uh, I had had the original Fat Tire. They have a new one. Okay. It was a uh, Fat Tire Belgium White or something like that, mm-hmm. or White Belgium. I don't know, something like that. And uh, I had two, and then the I ordered my third one. And the ladies, you have to pay for that one. This other lady, uh, stewardess or whatever the fuck they're called now. And uh, I was like, okay, that was complimentary. But <laughs> uh, and then this other one comes along, and the lady I hear. He ordered his third. He's going to have to pay for this one. And the lady, like, opens it, and she hands it to me, and I go to hand her my car, and she's like, 
like waves it off like, nice. get the fuck out of here. Right. This lady's being a cunt. Don't yeah, worry about fuck her. that whore. That's yeah. pretty much what it was. Um, so there's that. Okay, so Saturday. I'm trying to remember what we did during the day. Hang on. This is terrible. It's a terrible pod. It's a good pod. Hang on. There we go. Oh yeah, got fucking notes everywhere. This is yeah, dude. I do have a lot of I have fucking a lot of shit here because I'm trying to get it all right for you. Um, okay, so that's Friday. And then this got canceled, so we don't need that. All right, here we go. Now we're back on back on target here. Saturday, we went to uh, you uh, you've heard of uh, uh, Ghost Hunter TV yeah. show mm-hmm. Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. He has he owns a haunted mansion. Oh, really? Or whatever in Vegas, it's a it's a haunted museum. So we went there. Uh, I went to his haunted uh, museum. Got an Uber down there, and we uh, you see you, you like stand in line. You got to sign a waiver, um, saying that like if you go in there and have a heart attack, they're not liable and all this shit. And, really, um, they have a real strict policy of. No audio recording. It's almost like they knew I was coming because right. anybody that knows me knows I record everything. So yeah. uh, no audio, video, no pictures. Uh, they make you turn your phone off. Wow. And normally I would try and say, eh, fuck off. I'm going to record it anyways. But I had a funny feeling that they have a way of uh, knowing if you have something recording mm-hmm. and they would stop and not let you move further. The only reason I think that is because there is so much shit in these rooms. They have cameras in every single room. Right. They have cameras in the hall. It is a guided tour, and they tell you shit like that, and you can see everything. But my biggest complaint of this is, okay, so here's what I say. If you ever go to Vegas, do this tour. If you're into this kind of shit, ghosts and all this. Now, right. uh, there's that Dybbuk box Mm-hmm. That was famous from the Post Malone thing and yeah. how he had gotten there. So I got to see that. Um, there are certain things my wife refused to do because she's superstitious and all that. So there are certain rooms she refused to go in because of the backstory. Uh, she was so we had Ubered to this place and we're standing in line to go in and they have TVs outside while you're in line playing like some of the scariest shit from the Ghost Hunter show. And she's standing there, and she's like, I don't want to do this. I was like, it's not like a fucking haunted house. I don't like going to Twisted Crypt where they're right. going to be jumping out at you. Right. Like, I read the reviews. They don't do that. There was actually people pissed in the reviews saying, I thought this was supposed to be a haunted house. It's not a fucking haunted house. So, like, people were pissed that they didn't. It wasn't a haunted house. Right. That it was a museum where you're, like, seeing the shit that he's bought and been given over the years of, like, he's got all kinds of weird shit and cool shit, man. Like, so my biggest complaint is that, there is so much stuff, and they it felt rushed, like they're trying to get you. Because you could spend probably an hour in each room really? just seeing all the shit. He's got so much stuff. He's got, like, shit from serial killers. Uh, it's just, it's tons, dude. It, it's really cool. Um, I think you would like that. Yeah, totally I think would. you would be into this, the Haunted Museum tour. But, like I said, it's rushed. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems like they're getting you. We were there probably an hour and a half is about how long it takes. Uh, I will say, and I don't know if you're supposed to say, but I will say, I don't understand people that reviewed and said, oh, it's supposed to be like a haunted house, which it's not. But there's a section where they do do that shit. So, you know how the at a haunted house you'll get like the people that will sneak up behind you and right. scream in your ear or 
jump out at you and shit like that. There is a section of the house, it's right in the middle of your tour, that they do this. So I don't know where these people with their reviews, unless they're supposed to be reviews that are throw you off the scent that that happens. Right. And their whole point was to review it shitty, saying that doesn't happen, when in reality it does. Or but maybe, maybe they changed it and added that. Maybe. Uh, it is during their clown section that they do this. Uh, and I was in the back of the line, so I knew when I hear the five or six people in front of us, because I'm in the back, this is like an eight-person group. I hear the, you're, you're like kind of weaved around, and they got clowns everywhere in this these halls, and I hear the fucking, I hear like a loud bang, and then, you know, the girls scream or whatever. And I knew it's coming, and I know somebody's going to sneak up because I'm the last person. Somebody's going to sneak up behind me and do this. I kept looking behind me, and I see the motherfucker coming. Mm-hmm. And they still do their thing, and it's like, okay, but I knew you were coming. Like, I think it helps that being like right. at Twisted Crypt and right. seeing being how they do shit. And yeah, so, because I knew it was coming. And I knew I'm the last guy. They're going to come up behind me, you know. Uh, and I, I knew there was going to, someone's going to jump out and all this. My, my wife was pissed about that because Sherry didn't want to go in because. She, of this, and I told her, well, this review said it doesn't happen. People were pissed it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they added it or if that was supposed to be a diversion review. Right. To, you know what I mean? Either way, that was cool. Um, then we went, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I think we walked around the strip a little bit and just kind of, whatever. Uh, at this point in time, it is though, this is Saturday. It is though nothing in the rest of the country is happening. Right. Okay. You would never know it. Um, other than the fact that tons of people are sending my wife texts, are you okay? All right, what, what's going on? You know, what's vague? Uh, I saw a picture that the strip is completely empty. It's like, no, there's like fucking shit ton of people here. Like, so supposedly people were posting the strip completely empty when it wasn't. And that was telling, that was getting people in the mindset that, like, I don't know if this is how it kind of started or whatever, but people were freaking out and like online, not in right. to us personally, right. but it was all the people that kept texting It is though they were trying to ruin our trip, but yet I'm sure every single one of them would be offended that I'm saying that because they're, they could easily come back and say, well, it's, we were concerned about your, whatever we're trying to, you know. But you don't understand how that affects our trip now. We're right. trying to enjoy ourselves, and now you're hearing all this. And, and, and here's the thing: happening. when we don't give a fuck, leave us the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. But how do you say that without hurting people's feelings? Because you know, if you had texted me and I basically said, "Dave, fuck off. I'm trying to enjoy my trip. I don't care about your coronavirus shit," mm-hmm. you would be like, "Well, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm just trying to help. You know, like, okay, but." I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. So all you people that texted, not me, something like two people texted me, but everybody that texted my wife constantly, fuck off. You're all idiots. And she'll never tell you to your face, but she told me you're all fucking idiots. So I'll say it for her. Nice. Uh, so anybody that messaged, thanks for attempting to ruin our trip. Uh, anyways, we went to dinner at a fancy Italian restaurant. Now, if you're a long listener of this show, you'll know that uh, previous year, mm-hmm. we went to New York to go to this yeah. famous Italian restaurant and all that. Fucking gangsters are sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's this same Italian restaurant that the year before we had gone to in or New it York. was it was yeah it was New York 
or no, it was like uh, New Year's or something. We had so yeah. we went to New York, but before that, we had been in Vegas to went to this restaurant and found out that the original one was in New York, which pro- provoked our trip to New York, which we didn't get to eat there. Mm-hmm. That was the whole purpose of that trip was to go there in New York. Right. So. Then, now we're back at Vegas, so we went to their Vegas version of this place. Had reservations, ate her birthday dinner there. It was wonderful. And then we went to go see the the show O, Cirque du Soleil show O, the water one. Yep, I've seen it. Bellagio, you saw that one? Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Uh, Sat front row there. Almost got wet, because they do a lot of splashing right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Didn't didn't get wet, but almost did. So we went and saw that. That was really good. Um, And then after that, we went down to Fremont Street. Yeah. Now, like th- those of you that that uh, know anything about this show in Fremont Street, you know that's where Dave was spinning around on a pole <laughs> singing in the rain. Yeah. When his his friends finally found him. Yeah. Mermaids. <laughs> so uh, that's Fremont Street for yeah. listeners of the show that are trying to remember West Fremont Street. Oh, that's where Dave. Okay. So that's where really drunk Dave was. Technically two <laughs> two blocks away from Fremont Street, but yeah. that's where it started. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah Fremont Street. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. we went down there. The whole purpose of going down there, by the way, anybody that's ever been to Fremont Street, it is wall-to-wall people yes. all the time. Yes. Uh, and we'll get to that, but it's the first time I've ever seen it. Did you go at night or day? Oh, this would have been after the show. So we went oh, to so the nighttime. 7 so p.m. The show. So it was probably about 9 o'clock we got down there. Is the canopy still up and running? Oh yeah, because they were talking about tearing it the down. The video screen? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's they have no intentions. I don't think there was a thing like a year or two ago that they were gonna oh. pull it down. Yeah, dude, it's. I think that well, if they did, they improved it. Okay, maybe they took down the old one and put a new one up because it it's should be like all LED. It's fucking yeah. It's like it's tits, dude. It's, it's weird. Really cool. It's really weird. Like the level of graphic that they have up mm-hmm. there. Did they have the planes fly from one end to the other? That was fucking so cool, dude. Dude, it's it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time you're there, it's mm-hmm. whatever. So, uh, the whole purpose of going down there is one of my wife's bucket list things was zip lining. Okay, she wanted to go. So they have the kind of the four story zip line that mm-hmm. goes halfway, and then they have the seven story zip line that goes the entire length of Fremont Street. Right. She wanted to do the zip lining. I have no interest. It's like I won't jump out of a plane. I'm not going to fucking zip line. Really? I'm not bungee jumping. I don't do that shit. She wanted to. So go in, pay for her to do it, go stand in line for like an hour to get to the point where she can now go up the stairs, mm-hmm. at which point I can't go any further because I don't have a ticket. So she goes upstairs, and I said, well, I'll meet you at the other end. I'll just go down the other end when you get there. Uh, I went down the other end. There was a like a... 80s rock band or whatever they're doing all like the she's my yeah, cherry pie mm-hmm. and all that kind of music that era mm-hmm. of music and uh hair band yeah music. hair band mm-hmm. oh and they were definitely i think they all had wigs on but mm-hmm. you know they were fucking they were good <laughs> they were good it sounded legit but so that was at the other end so she's down there i'm down at the at that stage where you come in right above the stage right. land get off and come down and whatever uh so i'm down there and right at so right off to the side they have the bar where they have the girls in the uh like basically their bras and panties and then fishnets or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're they're like when i first get down there they're on the bar top dancing you know the girls or whatever so i take a picture of this is where i'm standing my wife would be pissed like right um i was down there 
watching this band for an hour and a half by myself. Oh, my God. That's how long. Once she went up the stairs, that's how long it took for her to finally fucking fly down. Jesus. So it was about 11.45 when she finally ziplined down, and I got it on video of her coming Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Whatever. As soon as she got down, we left. Because that was the whole purpose of going down. Right. But it was a shit ton of people. Once again, as though nothing's affected. Now, I did see... Saturday night. There was a crazy Asian guy with his bicycle standing there, mm-hmm. and he it was, it was funny. Uh, so he's standing there. He's got all this shit on his bike, and he's, like, yelling at people, but not any one particular person. But in his mind, mm-hmm. you know, he was he was arguing with all these people or something because he right. kept doing this, like, you know, and, and, like, pointing. But he was, like... Pointing is like, so like there's people everywhere. So he's like pointing, it would be at you, but he's not really talking to you. You know what I mean? Really? But he was nuts. And then two cops show up and they're kind of standing there. He sees them and he starts to put his coat on and all this. And then he starts walking his bike through the crowd away from them. Like he knows, like this probably happens on a daily basis. With right. him. And they follow him and, and all this. Next thing you know, then an ambulance pulls up and they're clear of the crowd. And they have the fucking, uh, uh, What's the thing called? A gurney, a gurney or whatever? Or stretcher, yeah. yeah. going through the fucking crowd, and some lady was on the fucking... When they brought her back out of this crowd of people that were watching the band, she was eyes closed, like, out. Like, I don't know if she was dead or whatever, but, mm. like, so... I got to see all this while I'm waiting for my wife. Anyways, right. she gets there, we leave. We go back to the hotel, um, and uh, that was Saturday. Sunday... We get up and we go to the National Atomic Testing Museum or something like that. Okay. So it's it's a museum all about the uh, the A bomb. Yeah, them doing the the bombs and shit like that out at air at like Area Fifty One type mm-hmm. shit. That was pretty cool. Um, it's cheap. If some if you're into this kind of thing, I'd go see it. It's open every day. Um, and if yeah, if you got to be into it though, if you're not into like finding out about how, why they were doing it or how they were doing it right. and all that, you're Stay not going to get anything home. out of it. But uh, that was pretty cool. After that, we went to a uh, so my wife found this thing is called um, Mas Por Favor. So it's like a little restaurant, Mexican restaurant in the front, and then there's a secret tunnel that goes to the back of the restaurant. Where there's a speakeasy. Oh, nice. So we were like, oh, we're going to go check this out. So we go there, we eat, then we ask about this tunnel, and the lady's like, well, you can go through the tunnel, but speakeasy's not open until 4. It was like noon or 1 o'clock or something. So it was like, we couldn't go there and have any drinks. That's kind of shitty. It's like, if your restaurant's open, your speakeasy should be open. Should be, yeah. It doesn't open until 4. We weren't going to sit around there until then, but she's like, you can go back there and peek in. Go back there and peek in there. Having a fucking meeting in there. Oh shit! So it's kind of like bringing me back to New York. Like mm-hmm. we're not open. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. It right. wasn't a bunch of Italians. It was just uh, so that was lackluster, I guess, because we couldn't experience the speakeasy. Uh, then we went back to Luxor and went and saw the Titanic. They have a Titanic exhibit. That was pretty cool. Uh, the thing I'll say about the Titanic thing is so. They basically have recreated portions of the ship, including the grand staircase, which they want to take your picture. That's a traveling thing, isn't it? Well, they have one. 
Yeah, I think so. Well, the one in Vegas has been there for like two or three years now. They have a bigger one supposedly in Pennsylvania somewhere. But yeah, I think it travels and it. I don't know how often they move, but yeah, supposedly I, I've been in one Orlando. Yeah. So, um, well, then I don't know. Maybe they they have like what did they have at that one? So they probably had the recreation of the. Yeah. So maybe they just do a bunch. Anyways, so did they? So you've been to the one. So yeah. we, we can we can compare notes for the listeners. When you got there, did they give you a fucking yeah boarding pass yep. with a name? No. I don't think I had a name. Let me see. So on mine, so we each got one. Um, so you get the boarding pass. On the back of the boarding pass, you get a name of somebody that was actually on the Titanic. You get there. I'll show you in a second. Uh, so you get where you're sailing from, the date that you on the boat, uh, your name, your age, where you know all this shit, and then uh, where why you're on the boat, and then you go through the whole thing, and then at the end you find out if you. Lived or not. Lived yeah. or not. Yeah, I think I did get that now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah. So I lived, my wife died. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, I was in first class, she was in third. So we wouldn't have been together anyways. <laughs> Shitty. Anyways. Um, Your wife was going to be a nun? I guess. So we, now that, that was really cool. Like, if you're into this kind of thing, um, it was cool. It was really interesting. They had a giant block of ice that was supposed to be like the yeah, iceberg yep. and you can touch it yep. and it's in like a room that's not cold at all it's really weird and it, like this huge block of ice yeah it's fucking frozen, frozen and yeah. uh I remember that um but yeah they got they they actually had a big piece of the ship that they had pulled up that was like there did they have that i don't remember that well, i got pictures i'll have to show you pictures it's not going to work for the podcast right, but right. like i can show you pictures off the air um anyways that you know they take your picture and shit they take your picture at the grand staircase and right at the beginning to do like a jack and rose yeah, type pose and all this bow, yeah. yeah so um at the end we get there and we're like you know we had taken like eight pictures and we picked two and i was like well i want to look around at the store and uh you know we're by the pictures just the pictures you know but uh i wanted to look around at the store so i'll show you those dave while i talk about this so i'm looking around at the store whatever go up i have a few few items and uh go to pay and you know it's like probably like thirty dollars more than i was expecting i was like okay but i'm you know whatever just pay it we're on vacation fuck it right. well they they decided to throw in a frame oh no they shit. just kind of slipped that in the bag and you know oh you bought the pictures here's a frame but they don't tell you that, that you're gonna pay for it yeah <laughs> and that doesn't that, yeah it doesn't so here's the interesting this is why i kind of didn't bitch after the fact because i would have gone back otherwise and Said, all right, I don't want this fucking thing. Mm -hmm. But it comes with Certificate of Authenticity Titanic Coal. Coal used in this product was recovered during the 1994 Titanic Research and Recovery Expedition. So it was coal that was, so when they went down into the ship, Mm -hmm. into like the coal, the boiler, whatever, the coal that they would shovel into the thing. So they brought up a bunch of coal, broken into tiny little pieces, and you can actually buy these little containers with the coal and get a certificate of authenticity. But this frame comes with a little piece of coal in the frame, and my picture will fit inside That's cool. the frame. So yeah. for, and it says on the back twenty nine ninety nine, but it was twenty five on the receipt. So it's actually, you know, I got it for five dollars cheaper. It's like it's, it's right there. Yeah, I can't get it to move. Yeah, I tried to, but 
I don't know if it's supposed to be glued in that spot or what, it but must be. but anyways, hmm. not bad. That's kind of neat. So, I, the only thing I don't like is that they tried to, they just squeeze it in on you rather right. than, you know, do you want a frame to go with it? They just kind of do it. Right. So, word of the wise, if you go, anybody that's listening, do the tour, but beware if you're going to buy a picture that they're going to do this. So, either you want the frame or you don't, but watch for it because they're right. going to try and do it. Uh, they'll definitely try and upsell you on the frame if you don't say you want the frame. Uh, so then after the Titanic thing, then we went, okay, this is when we first started noticing, um, this was on Sunday. This is when we first started noticing interesting shit in Vegas with, pertaining to the coronavirus. At this point they had, so we saw the very last O show before everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause the, on Sunday morning, all Cirque du Soleil shows in Vegas were shut down. Uh, this is when the announcement came that MGM was shutting down all their properties as of, like, Tuesday or Monday or something. I think it was, yeah, as of Monday at midnight, everything w- was closed. This is when we started finding this out. It's Sunday now, right. and we're starting to find this out. So going through the casino, um, that now you're starting to see way less people. But it's a Sunday. Every time you're in Vegas on a Sunday, people go home. Yep. So it's always... Less people Sunday night, Monday, and usually Tuesday. It's always less people. And then it, everything starts ramping back up Wednesday, Thursday, and then it's right. busy Friday, Saturday, and then people start going. That's, that's the how Vegas works. So to me, it was not different in the amount of people because I've been there over into like a Wednesday before mm-hmm. after having been there over the weekend. So I've seen it less people. Um, but I've never seen slot machines turned off. Yeah. And I've never seen every table game closed. This is when that started happening. Seeing machines, certain sections of all the casinos just turned off. Like, the machines are turned off. Mm-hmm. This is really weird. We have pictures. Um, but the amount of people was still whatever. So we went out to eat to a Wolfgang Puck restaurant. Mm-hmm. Ate there. Uh, it was decent. Um, Monday morning, we had uh, our Area 51 tour. Right off the bat, we got picked up at six fifty in the morning. Jesus! And you go over to the airport and you see the. Uh, so this is only if you're into like Air Fifty One or have done any kind of like into this research at all, you'll know. Some of this will be meaningless to listeners, right. but the the airline that flies employees that work out there every mm-hmm. day, it's Janet Airlines. Mm-hmm. They have no markings on the planes. It's just a red stripe down the side. No tail numbers. Nothing. Um. So the the first stop is you leave your hotel, you go over there, you watch the, mm-hmm. to see the planes, you can take some pictures, and then off you go on your way to the extraterrestrial highway sign. Yep. Which ever since the uh, we're gonna storm Area Fifty One, mm-hmm. uh, they've apparently the sign's been stolen numerous times. So now it is. So okay, my wife's about five foot. You could stack. Another one on top of her, and it would still be probably three feet higher than that. So it's probably like 12, 13 feet in the air now. Really? Basically making it really hard to fucking steal. Right. Like, it's that high. It's, like, really high. Um, it used to be, like, normal. It was, like, billboard size at that point, then. It's as tall as yeah. billboard. It's just... No, it's, it's the sign's not any bigger. No, no, I mean, but it's, it's but yeah, up it's in the just, air about up. Yeah, it's like... Because you see her... It makes her look really short, mm-hmm. or the sign really high. 
Right, the sign's really high. Anyways, so you stop there. We take a picture there. Then we go. Have you heard of the black mailbox out mm-hmm. there? The famous mm-hmm. black mailbox, the rancher's mailbox, that's also been stolen numerous times. Uh, the the now I have audio of the entire trip. I recorded audio for that entire trip, which will come out in a different episode at right. some point. For those of you that are curious, it's it's interesting. Uh, four people in a vehicle talking about Air Fifty One. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the tour guide. Um, but anyways, we, we stop there, take picture. Uh, there's lots of stickers on the mailbox. The, the guy that, the rancher that owns that mailbox that's been stolen numerous times, he keeps replacing it, but he can't physically use it. He has to go pick his mail up at the post office. The post office refuses to deliver mail to his mailbox because so many people, it's a tourist attraction now. Right. He could, he could refuse to put a mailbox there because it doesn't get used anyways. But for the whole effect of things, he keeps replacing it, hmm. even though it gets stolen all the time. So I'll just say that. Stop being an asshole. Yeah, Anybody sure. that goes out there and takes it, I get it. You want something. I would too. Just stop being an asshole. Like yeah. this guy has to, he, he keeps doing it because people replace it. But it's, he's doing it because it's like a nostalgia thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like he can't even fucking use his own mailbox. It's kind of shitty. It's but, shitty, yeah. Uh, anyways, I signed it. Signed the mailbox. The mm-hmm. tour guide had it. I was the only one of my little group. It was me and my wife. Some guy named Andy from, uh, he was from Nottingham, England. And then the tour guide. We are supposed to have like one or two other people, but they never showed up. So it was a real nice little group, wasn't it? Right. Uh, it was only like, what, I think six people you could take anyway. So, um... Went and saw that, took a picture, signed the thing, and then we go to, we went to three entrances. Four entrances. We went to four entrances. Um, so the first two are, you know, there's signs, but there's like, you could just drive. Obviously, you wouldn't get very far. Right. Because I'm sure they have, well, they have cameras at every single entrance, but so there's the the big main one that has the fucking huts, and you see right. the all those videos we've watched mm-hmm. with you know they've got all the the huts and the cameras and all this shit. There's that one. Then there's the other famous one where we saw the guy on the wheelchair. Yeah. Did you ever see? You remember yeah. that guy? Well, now they have a gate there. They put the gate up ever since the uh, we're gonna raid. Now there's a gate there. There never used to be a gate there when the mm-hmm. guy on the wheelchair did it mm-hmm. and went across and came around. But that's where we saw the guy sitting in the. The truck watching uh you know you know that hill right next yeah. so like there's the gate down on the road but then you can climb up the hill and people are camping up there well i climbed up that hill but there was a strip a trail of blood going up that hill oh shit. i have video of this and so i go up the hill and i have my monocular not a binocular yeah just a single eye one for right. those of you that don't know and I sit there and I'm looking at the guy in his, in his truck and he's sitting there with his binoculars looking at me and I was like, this is a fucking standoff. <laughs> like, we're just staring at each other. <laughs> like, this is, so here's my thought is like, if you're a security guard here, like either the, the guy in the white truck or the guy in the, the booth, you know, the security mm-hmm. booth, my thought is like, if this was your job, is this annoying? That people come out there and take pictures all day long, or is this the only form of entertainment you have? I would say it's entertainment. <laughs> because you know, it, it would it be annoying though? Like, so uh, supposedly there's, you know, like because you don't know who's going to come out there. You could get a runner at some point. Now you yeah. got to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so supposedly, uh, 
this is according to the tour guide, which you can hear on in the audio, the exclusive audio. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, have, they bring people out almost every day. They have a tour. And you go out there, and people have, like, waved at them and all this. They don't ever react to anything. Supposedly the only time the guys in the white trucks react is they've had girls out there, and the girls will sh- pull their tits out, and the guys in the white truck will flash their headlights at them. Really? And that's the only reaction they've ever gotten out of these guys, according to the tour guide and his experiences of taking people out there. As girls show their tits, they'll, like, just blip their headlights on, like, we're acknowledging mm-hmm. your tits. <laughs> but a dude can moon them. They can do whatever. No reaction. Really? So uh, the one thing I the, – so they, they have a camera on this, like, pole. Mm-hmm. And so I went, like – so they have a gate at the road, but then you can go out either way, like – Along the fence. Yeah. And I went to each side, like, you know, and the camera follows you. They had one camera on, because everybody else stayed, like, on the road. British guy was, like, real nervous, I think. It was weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife's kind of like, she would kind of stand in there, too. She did come up on the hill with me, but other than that, she kind of stayed there. The whole time, everywhere I went, it was following, following me. Which is interesting. Like, yeah. Did she get her flashlight, or did she get the headlights? No, she didn't flash. She didn't flash them. I asked her, are you going to flash her? No, she's like, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. So she's not that kind of girl. I know, I'm just curious. You know, one in Rome. Yeah. I was like, well, should I flash him? <laughs> she's like, do it. And I was like, oh, they probably shoot at me. Like, put your tits away, bro. <laughs> you know, some hairy chest dude. Um, but it was cool. Um, you have to sign a waiver for that as well uh, because there's endangered turtles out there. And if you see one, you're not allowed to touch it. And if you have to move it, you you have to come up behind them, grab them by their shell, and gently place them away. You know, whatever, some fucking stupid shit. Right. So, anyways, you gotta you gotta be careful with your things. Anyways, it was a ten hour tour. Uh, we were back an Holy hour and a half shit. early. Ten hours. Yeah. So after you go see two entrances, then you go eat at the the little alien, mm-hmm. which everybody that has ever seen any of this shit will know that. There's the little alien in Rachel, Nevada. There, and uh, uh, your 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 tour includes a a meal at the little alien. Mm-hmm. So you get there, you order, the tour pays for it, which you've already paid for. Right, it. Right. You eat, you kind of whatever. This is where they got the little UFO out by the sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And uh, you can take your picture there and all this shit. And, um, then you go to. Uh, you see the first two entrances, and you eat there. You can see the next two, the two other entrances, and then you. Then we stop at the Alien Research Center, which is just a giant gift shop, and then off you go back to back to Vegas. So that's cool. Though. Um, was it, it everything you expected it to be? Okay, so here's my thoughts on this on the Air Fifty One tour. My tour guide, he, so this company does tours to Air 51, Hoover Dam, the Grand Canyon. They have all these places they'll take people on tours. Mm -hmm. I think he likes doing, like, the Hoover Dam tour and shit like that. Uh, He's not knowledgeable in Air 51. He's not into aliens. He's not into that kind of a thing. He's more of, like, into, like, going and hiking and Hoover Dam and shit like that. So they they placed this guy on this tour for that day. So he's 
taking people on this tour, but he even says that a lot of the shit that he knows, he learns from the people in the car. And his his way of doing his thing is he says the shit that he knows. He tries to he has lots of knowledge of things in Nevada on the way out there. And he has some stories about things he's heard and seen. But other than that, he doesn't he doesn't get into like all the other shit. If I ever move to Vegas and I need a job, I will go apply there and I will say I specifically want to do this tour because I think I could do ten times better. Oh, of course. You know a lot. Because, I, yeah, well, I'm into it. You should right. only have somebody doing this tour that's into it. Yeah. Uh, supposedly there's a guy that used to do the tours that doesn't work with the company anymore, but he would have, like, he'd have, like, on his, like, iPod, he connected into the thing where, like, he starts the tour with the X-Files music and, you know, it does a whole production. Which I was thinking, oh, I, I'd fucking, I could do this. I could do this tour. Yeah, yeah. And I could fill the fucking two-hour drive out there, stop when people take pictures. Uh, on our way out one of the roads, as we were going back out after we had stopped and taken pictures, two of the two of the white trucks of the dudes that security were driving in. Had I been doing this tour, we would have stopped, turned around, and followed them back to the fucking gate just to see... How do they go through the gate? Where do they go? Do they go up the hill and then in that way? Do, I mean, what are the guys that are sitting on the hill already? What are the, how do they react? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you want to show this? I mean, that's just adding to the tour. Yeah. When you have the opportunity. Right. If, if, it, if it's not there, you don't do it. But if you're seeing this, why not? Why the react fuck would there? you not? I mean, yeah. we got back an hour and a half early. We could have done this. Like, mm-hmm. I technically, I paid for another hour and a half of, Following Whatever. white dudes and trucks. Yeah, which probably doesn't happen on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So if I would have done this tour, we would have done. I would have. It would have been so much better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. No, so that's my only complaint is your tour guide could have been more into the tour that he was doing. You know, and if he's not, if your this guy's not into it, then don't have him do it. Unless it's my day off. And that's what. It, and that's what it could have been. You know, the regular guy called know. in sick had Maybe. coronavirus or something. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> He was Anyways, social distancing. Yeah, he was social distancing. Mm-hmm. So then, um, now we had bought tickets for Penn and Teller to see Penn and Teller Monday night. Monday night. We bought the tickets on Saturday. On Sunday, everything shut down. Mm-hmm. On Monday morning, I got an email that Penn and Teller was no longer going to be doing a show. They had decided to have their have had had right. their last show on Sunday night. So. Not just my money's tied up now for Penn and Teller. Ticketmaster said it's going to be like thirty days before Jesus. a refund. So I have paid for a Penn and Teller show that I did not get to see, and I won't get my money for that for thirty days, according to wow. Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. Uh, awesome. I also have had tickets for uh, WWE when we got back. That's in real time coming up this not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Canceled. That money's tied up with Ticketmaster for 30 days. So I'm going to get money back eventually, from all these yeah. things eventually. Uh, there's a beer festival they were going to. I didn't pay for it yet. But I was going to pay my buddy. That got mm-hmm. canceled. That has nothing to do with this trip. Um, and then there was one other thing that I had with Ticketmaster. I got three things, three emails from Ticketmaster saying this event had been canceled. And this is like nationwide shit now. Right. So as of Monday... This is where when we got back to the hotel, shit was empty, dude. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, now it was not like, 
Vegas on Monday empty. It was like pandemic, everybody go home empty. It was weird. So, um, so did you guys have to switch hotels? That's where I was getting. Okay. So we get back. So we get dropped off back at the hotel. Uh, the only people you see are standing outside at the, like the rideshare or mm-hmm. valet with their bags, like ready to fucking leave. We walk up to the door, and this was posted. Well, no, this was not posted. I have a picture. It was posted on the door. Sorry, it's off mic. Um, they have a sign on the door that said, "This this uh, Mandalay Bay or whatever is now closed." However, the doors were still unlocked. It says that this facility is now closed and will be closed until further notice, whatever. So we're like, well, our shit's still in the fucking room. Right. The doors are unlocked. So we go in and we're like, we're, we're talking, we're like, we're looking at each other like, so if everything, like, we haven't got an email. Nobody's called us. Like, they have our information. They have our email. They have, mm-hmm. why has nobody said anything? Like, right. they just have all of a sudden there's a fucking sign on the door that the facility's closed. So we go up to the front desk, and we're like, what the hell's going on? Like, I get it. Everything's closing, but you haven't told us anything. Like, oh, well, here, here, have this sheet. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, maybe you should be fucking passing these out to people or something. So this sheet says, this is what they hand it to me. It has Mandalay Bay and Delano, Las Vegas on the top. Um, It says, dear guest, there is nothing more important to us than our relationship with you, our loyal guests, and with our very special employees. They only hire special employees. Special ones, yeah. Uh, Because of that, and given the unprecedented times we find ourselves in, MGM Resorts has proactively made the decision to close our Las Vegas properties in an effort to protect your health and well-being. At 11.59 p.m. on Monday, March 16th, it's that day, it's Mm -hmm. about six hours from the point we go ask for this, get this letter, we will suspend operations on our casino floors throughout Las Vegas, and by 11.59 p.m. on Tuesday... Uh, March 17th, all of our hotels in Las Vegas will close. We ask that you check out of your room by 12 p.m. on Tuesday, noon on Tuesday. Throughout this week, we made adjustments and schedules at our attractions, nightlife, day clubs, restaurants, etc. Pool services will be available throughout the day Monday. The pools will be closed Tuesday. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused during your stay, and thank you for your understanding during this time. We recognize these changes have significant impact on your plans. If there is assistance we can provide with relocation or transportation, our front desk and concierge staff stand ready to support you. Please know your health and well-being and that of our employees is our single highest priority. We truly look forward to welcoming you back to Las Vegas as soon as possible. Safe travels as you head home. Our thoughts are with you and your families during these challenging times. Most sincerely, Chuck Bowling, President and COO. So now they had a stack of these sitting at the front desk. They, they, oh, here, here's the thing on yeah, the situation. Here, just take this. I'm not going to talk to you. Just take this. Yeah, so we take this and I'm looking at it like, okay, so everything's fucking closing. Uh, now, we had already on our schedule, our itinerary of what we're going to do, we had already planned on checking out Tuesday morning, renting a vehicle, and we were going to go to Grand Canyon. We are already going to see one. That's another bucket list we're going to okay. cross off. So we had already planned on this, so this works out okay. Everything's, you have to be checked out by Tuesday at noon. We had already planned on checking out at like 7 mm-hmm. in the morning. But then everything's closed as of Tuesday night. Everything's closed. Okay. Now, it's already pretty fucking empty. So, we, where did we go? Um, I can't remember where we ate on Monday night. But we went, um, oh, 
let's see. Oh, I won't tell. I won't talk about that. Um, I can bitch about that off the air. Let's just put it this way: Illinois unemployment because you know I was laid off from work. Right, it's a constant layoff. They need to get their shit together on their fucking website. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, Illinois is fucking worst goddamn state when it comes to shit like this. Never had an issue in the past. Had issues. Because <laughs> I'm supposed to file on Monday. Right. It was Monday. Nothing but fucking problems. Could have something to do with the fact that everybody else in the fucking state is trying to do the same thing. Right. But that's not the issue I was having. I was able to log in. I was not able to. Anyways. <laughs> fuck off. So anyways, we go we go out to eat or whatever. I can't remember where we went. McDonald's. We'll just go with that. No. It was, let's put it this way, it was hard to find places still open to eat. Right. Because now there's even more shit closed down. Like, like there was, um, in Mandalay Bay, there were two blackjack tables and one roulette table. There were no slot machines open. Wow. And, yeah, the three table games, no slots open. Uh, we went over to MGM Grand Mm -hmm. and just my wife took video and there's nobody it's like a ghost now dude it's the weirdest thing you don't hear ding 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 you know you know how you you've ever been to Vegas you hear the noises there's nothing just quiet because everything's shut down they've have you ever seen slots just turned off before um in, not, in, in mass, I like say, that? not in a mass quantity. I've seen like one or two here and there that were yeah. broken, but yeah. Yeah, not in mass quantity. Yeah, yeah. My folks were there at the same time yeah, you were. That's interesting. And You're I the talk, first thing you said to me. I talked to my mom last night um, when she was at the airport getting ready to fly home, and she was telling me about it. She's like, "Yeah, it was a fucking even ghost the airport town. shit were closed down." Yeah, she said it was it was nuts. But yeah. in her flight, she said they said that was uh, it empty. It was uh, only I think twenty five or thirty percent full. Yeah, ours. Uh, yeah, the flight home. So the flight going. It was uh, packed. It was it was it was packed, but it wasn't as bad as you'd think. Uh it was one of those where it's three on either side and then the two mm-hmm. and then the aisle on each side and then right. three in the middle. Mm-hmm. And in our row, like on our three that we it was it was gonna be me in the window, her in the middle, and then the person that was supposed to be the aisle didn't show up, so she just moved and we had lots of room. It was right. nice. Um but on the way back, I would say we were maybe forty percent full. Wow. It was an empty That's fucking crazy. plane, so we could have we could have each like got our own row. Basically, I think right. every person could have had their own row or their own like three seats. Mm-hmm. But could, each person could have got their own if they wanted to do it that way. Right. Um, so then um, we went. We had went out and kind of just seeing like how empty everything was. Time we got back to the room, we opened the door, and this was. On the floor. So it's almost like maybe when we went to the front desk and I was like, well, it'd be nice if you fucking handed these out to people. Like, we're just supposed to fucking, you don't email, you don't whatever. Right. We just come back and we have a sign on our, on your door saying you're closed. Maybe you should hand these out. We came back later that night there's at like 9 or 10 o'clock at night and there's one on the floor under our door. But this one was just specifically Mandalay Bay. You notice the other one, that yeah. front desk was both. Both, yeah. So I don't know if we provoked that or if they just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Now, there is, like, 50 fucking floors, so mm-hmm. maybe they just hadn't got to our floor yet. But anyways, so that's when everything started, like, getting real, okay? Next morning, we check out, go rent our car, uh, Kia Sportage. Oh, we got to pick our own car. It was kind of weird. Yeah. So you, I've never gotten to pick. They usually, like, 
all right, we've got you for a compact, whatever, and they take you out to your vehicle. This this time, I you know, whatever, and they're like, all right, you go to Section 5 and just pick whatever car, and I'm like, you pick whatever. Oh, yeah, the keys are in all of them. Just pick which. Okay. <laughs> so I went out, and I had a choice between one of the, you know, whatever it's, uh, Toshiba, is it, to- no, Mitsubishi and Toshiba. It's not even a fucking <laughs> car. TV, dude. <laughs> Mitsubishi, it had all these Mitsubishi, like, compact SUV. Mm-hmm. They had a Jeep, um, I work for the goddamn company. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. Renegade. Okay. Jeep Renegade. One of those. And one Kia Sportage. Or I think it's Sportage or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. I, I picked the Sportage. I know. You're not supposed to. You know, like uh, somebody that works for, say, Pepsi <laughs> goes and drinks Coke. I work for a Jeep, but I picked Kia. Yeah. No, that's cool. I don't like the Renegades. That's just me. Is that the one with the X fucking yeah. taillight? Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't like them. Uh, I don't care for kia either but i was like oh, fuck it. I, li- I like the look of the kia better than any of the the toshibas and the mitsubishis <laughs> uh, so i picked the kia sportage plus it was a cool brown my wife called it shit brown the entire time i was like well it'll be easy to find in the parking lot because it was brown you know it's like a yeah. golden brown, kind of like this okay this yeah. uh, caramel monster you got me um and uh <laughs> my wife's looking at the reviews online for this car rental place and Every fucking review is shitty. Everyone's mm-hmm. saying, we got two miles from the place to, and it's time to get something to eat. And we came out and the car wouldn't start. And they won't, you know, all, and I'm like, oh my God, what did <laughs> I do? I made a horrible mistake by getting my car here, you know, like thinking this is any bad. Like we're not going to stay in, like we're going across state lines. Yeah. Like how the fuck are we going to get the car back if it doesn't start? Like what are we, oh my God, this is going to cost me an arm and a leg. I had no issues with my vehicle the entire time. It's nice. fucking perfect. Uh, it was a brand new car. It was a 2020 Kia Sportage. So yeah, we had a 2020 Ford Edge when I went to San Antonio. I liked it. Yeah. I really liked that car. Yeah, like I don't know if I would buy a Kia Sportage, but I had no issues other than it being a four banger, mm-hmm. and I'm used to six banger. Like the getup wasn't there right. from what I'm used to. But right. other than that, for just a drive around town, like this is the kind of car I'd I would totally. Like, get her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she doesn't need this fucking... She doesn't have a lead foot like I do. I have to have a six-cylinder right, now. Right. Just because, like, I got a fucking, you know, whatever. I'm used to it. Or this thing I was like... It was like you're walking. In in the mountains, mm-hmm. going up and down. Because there's oh, mountains, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. on the way to Grand Canyon. So anyways, yeah. we take off, like, 8 a.m. We're, we're on the fucking road. So we checked out at, like, 7 in the morning. Get our car. We're on our way. We're going to go stop at Lake Havasu City. Mm-hmm. Lake Havasu? You've heard of that, yep. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's a brewery there, uh, College Street Brewing. Oh, okay. When I had gone to Vegas for my bachelor party, we were, went to a beer festival in Vegas, and College Street Brewing was there, and they had this uh, beer called Big Blue Van. It's like a blueberry vanilla oh, nice. mix. Mm-hmm. Fucking delicious. So it's like if you take the Carlisle vanilla, if you're into that locally, and like a really good blueberry beer, you smash them together. That's what it tastes like. It's really fucking good. Um, and I was like, well, I want to stop and actually go to the brewery because uh, when we were there, we between me and the four or five other guys that were with my bachelor group there, uh, we stood in front of their booth at the beer festival and just drank all their beer. Mm-hmm. Like they were the first ones to go empty. And because we stood there and drank and all, they, they were they gave me a shirt. Remember, I think I told you yeah. all this back yeah. in. 
when it happened. They gave me a shirt. They gave me a glass. They they were just giving us all this shit because we had drank their beer, and they they were like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, anyways, we went to the brewery in Lake Havasu City. It was 89 degrees. That was the warmest weather we experienced the entire trip. In Vegas, the warmest it got was probably about 67 you can probably verify with your parents. Yep. It was not warm in Vegas, but it was not cold. Uh, but it, you're expecting Vegas to be hot, and it was not. 89 degrees in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Went to the brewery. Uh, I, I ordered the one beer right off the bat. Then I ordered the flight, which their flight's predetermined. You don't get to pick what you get in your flight. It's really? like, I think it was six beers. And I told the, our waitress, I was like, yeah, I came from fucking Chicago until we went to Vegas, and this was like a stop on. I said, I came from Chicago here just because I had this beer at a beer festival, and I really wanted to come. She comes back with a tray of, I want to say it was nine or ten more flight, you know, little flight glasses filled with ten different, let's just go with ten, ten different other beers that they had there that weren't on the menu. They're just like, here's everything we have here. Taste Sweet. it all. Sweet. And it was not on my bill. That's awesome. So I paid for my flight and my one beer, my wife's whatever fuck she got, and I got these 10 samples for free. I was like, that's awesome. So I've had everything that they have there now, at least at that time. Right. Um, I checked it all in on Tapped. So if you're following me on Tapped, (laughs) you can uh, go see all the shit that I had. Uh, That was pretty cool. So then we left there, and I went to the post office. I know that's a very important part of the story. But I had bought a lot of shit, and my bag was, between both of our bags, we were about, I was about four pounds from my 50-pound weight limit and when coming, right. coming to Vegas. And she, her bag was like, it was lighter than mine, ironically. Mm-hmm. She had about eight pounds to 50 pounds, you know, to hitting her max. Right. But we had bought, like, shirts and shit like that. I was like, my shit's going to be overweight. Plus, I was planning on taking a six-pack from the brewery home. Well, there's... Probably five pounds right there. At least, yeah. Like, we're going to be overweight. So I was like, let's stop at the post office. I'm going to ship all the shit we've bought. I'll ship it. It'll be home when we get there, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went there, went there and boxed up all this shit, shipped it off, and gained some weight. So, or not gained some weight, but gained some... Some room, yeah. Some room there mm-hmm. for more shit so I could put my beer in all this. Um, uh, then we went to the Grand Canyon, got checked in their hotel there. And uh went and saw the Grand Canyon. You ever been to the Grand Canyon? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty phenomenal. It was my second time there. I was there as a kid. My wife had never been there. She wanted to see it. She was, I think that was the most excited I saw her the entire trip. Really? Was seeing, walking up and seeing the vastness of this thing. Because you really can't, when you see pictures, it's different than seeing it in person. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And she was super fucking excited. So we did that. Uh Went and ate at uh, Steakhouse for dinner, got up the next morning, checked out of that hotel, went back down to the thing, and we, we probably went like an hour just hiking in one direction, kind of like climbed down, went out on one of these little okay. things and got pictures, a bunch of pictures, and then you know got went back up the, the thing there, went back to the car, and started driving. Uh, we were going to stop at the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. Well, Hoover Dam has been closed due to the coronavirus. Of course. Of course. And, uh, anyways, we still, we still went there and they were turning people away at the security check. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I just turned around before we got to the security check, and we went to, like, this outlook point. They have these little, like, spots. And uh, we went there, and tons of, you know, you're overlooking that lake, whatever lake is there. I don't know what the fuck it's called. but um, And then there's, like, this little mountain, like, right there. And people were, like, climbing up, so we were like, fuck it. So we climbed up this mountain way up. Got pictures from up there. Uh, so we did a little hiking into the mountains there, and we came back down, drove back to Vegas, and at this point, we had, this was on Wednesday, all this, okay? Our flight wasn't until 11.30 at night. I was supposed to return my vehicle to the place at 9 p.m. It's maybe 4 o'clock, 4.30. Oh, shit. And we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, nothing, like, we drove down the strip. There's no people anywhere. Like, nowhere. There's nothing. You can't pull into a casino. They have, like, barricades up at every entrance to, like, drive in to, like, valet or whatever. They have barricades up at every single one of those, and there's police at every single one. Wow. All the way down the strip. Anywhere you wanted to pull into, like, as if you were going to go to the hotel, they're all barricaded up. There were, um, like... uh, liquor stores that are on the strip there they were boarded up as though there's going to be looting and shit like that they were just boarded up like it was hurricane like we have pictures of all this shit it was weird it was really weird dude and like just driving down and you know how many people are there normally oh yeah yeah. like there's nobody you see the occasional homeless guy still sitting out there you know you can just tell Mm -hmm. because they look nutty their hair's crazy you know uh those are the only people you saw there was a few people walking around taking pictures, but clearly trying to get the picture of it being so empty. But other than that, that's it. Wow. Uh, we did see like a news van out there, you know, setting up their camera to get like shots of the empty strip. It was weird, dude. It was like a ghost town. So we drove down one side and up the other. We went down by Fremont Street. There was nobody. It was the first time I've ever seen it empty. Right. And they also had that barricaded up, so you couldn't get down there. Uh, cops down there. It's like they were ready for people to either start looting or rioting or something like that. Like, I don't know why you would, but like the cops, the security and cops were out. It's mass chaos right now. But it wasn't. You'd think it would be in a big city like that, but it wasn't. They just, they were ready for it. It's, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Um, and then so, we we went to the uh, one thing I'd never done is uh you know the famous Vegas sign. Yeah. We went down there and there's a fucking line of people standing there to get their picture there. So we went down there and uh, got our picture with the famous Vegas sign. I've never done that of all the times I've been there. That was pretty cool. And then uh so yeah, we saw the strip, we went to the sign, then we went to Fremont Street. Then on the way to Fremont Street, we had seen this. It said Battlefield Las Vegas or something like that. And it had all these, like, military, like, uh, tanks and shit like that in this parking lot. I was like, what's that? I saw on the way back from Fremont Street, I was like, I'm going to pull in there and see what the fuck this is. So we pull in. And they, so, like, you pull in this parking lot and they've got an in and an out. And then this hut right in the middle. And two guys sitting out there with fucking uh, ARs. Oh, shit. And I was like, what the fuck is in? And as I, I pull in and the one dude stands up with his AR and starts walking towards me as though this is like a military installation. I was like, what the fuck is this? 
And so I rolled down my eyes. I just wanted to see. Like I thought he was like I had done. Like I was pulling into something that maybe this was right. Like not something whatever. And he walks up and he's. Uh, can I help you? I was like, uh, yeah, I just wanted to curious. I saw all these tanks and I was just, I'm into like that kind of shit. I just want to see it. And uh, so one half of the, this parking lot is like a museum with old tanks and helicopters, shit like that. Right. The other half is for, uh, it's like a machine gun and you can go shoot a machine gun oh, nice. or whatever, yeah, shoot yeah. kind of whatever right. a shooting range, basically. Um, and apparently, you can rent a tank to run over a car. Okay, I've seen that. Uh, I didn't. So when we when you're going around the museum, you see these crushed cars, and you see all these tanks and helicopters and shit like that. And and then when you go into like the shooting range place, it's like a store, and it's where you go pay for your shooting. The ability to shoot whatever kind of crazy gun you want. Right. And then, um, uh, I seen like a video on, in the, they have a showing in there and they have a video of somebody driving a tank over a car. And I was like, oh, those must be the cars that were wrecked out there. Like, and the lady behind the counter, she's like, yeah, you can, you can pay to do that. Like, you can, you can drive the tank and run over a car. And I was like, really? It's like, how much something like that costs? And you want to take a guess? $1,500. Holy shit. You can drive a tank over a car for $2,500. Wow. They provide the car, like a, not a brand new car, but right, it's like right. a, it's a, a junk car, get, but yeah. it's not destroyed. But you get to run it over and destroy it. And it's all on, you get to keep the video that is filmed while you get to wear like a GoPro. Mm-hmm. Um, so one person, it's a two person thing. I don't know if each person has to pay or if it's combined $2,500. She just said it's twenty five hundred dollars. I think it's two people for twenty five hundred, because one person's in the tank driving, the other person's standing in that like thing where mm-hmm. so the, the the big gun, the gunner area, yeah. You know that person standing out like but in mm-hmm. in the tube. Uh, so the person inside has a GoPro of them driving. The person standing in the tube has a GoPro, and then they also film from like off to the side. So you get all three as kind of like a. They put together this video, I guess, and then you, that's what you're basically, you get to pay to experience it, and you get your video of having done it. I don't know. It's a lot of money. But yeah, what else is. can you say you got to drive over a car with a tank? So. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, so, they act as though they're a military installation, but they're not. The guy acted like he had a fucking, uh, like a loaded magazine and shit. Yeah. They're not loaded. They're real guns, but they're not loaded. There's no way. Yeah, they're, they're, I couldn't imagine the liabilities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit, yeah. uh, but you can shoot any kind of, like, they have all these guns you can pick from to shoot in there. And uh, I'm glad I didn't because our next stop after that was the going to the airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were doing hand swabs. Had I just gone there, there'd be gunpowder yeah, all over my yeah. fucking hands from shooting, and they would have swabbed my hand. I don't know it would have been an issue, but I don't need a fucking issue. You know yeah, what I mean? Like with your name? Oh yeah, in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Where'd you stay, Sir Mandalay? Oh really? <laughs> you know, I could just and you've got gunpowder on your hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it would have been. So I said, oh, maybe next time I come out here, I didn't know this place existed for one, mm-hmm. but next time I come out here, I probably would go there and shoot the gun. I don't know if I'd ever. 
muster up enough money to drive a fucking tank, but that would be pretty cool. Be you know, if you can get two people to go halvesies on it, you're at like, what? Yeah, but one's driving and the other one's not driving. Though. Right, so, you know. yeah. But I mean, the other one's in the tank getting to see it from their head out of this tube. Right. Driving over a car. So, I mean, you're each, one person's driving, one person's seeing like you're in the tank too. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to find somebody that was like, dude, I don't want to drive. I just want to see it. And then the other person be like, I don't want to see it. I just want to drive it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Or you could pay double and you each get one shot at each thing. And yeah. now you're at five grand. Ouch. Yeah. So, if you got that kind of money, mm. you know, once, uh, Trump sends us our stimulus money. Mm-hmm. Maybe we put it together, Dave, when we go out there. And We're only getting a thousand bucks, I thought. Two, two checks for a thousand dollars. Oh, really? It's supposed to be over a thousand per person. Oh, nice. That's what I heard. A minimum of a thousand. Oh, okay. But certain people, if you have family and kids and I suppose you're getting more. I don't know. We can get into that in the think tank. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so then, so yeah, we stopped there. We were there for maybe an hour, and then. Uh, Returned to the vehicle, uh, got the shuttle back to the airport, because it's not right at the airport, right. and uh, got through security, and then we just sat there and got on our plane. And you know how they do, like, all right, we're, we're going to start with the uh, people with handicap or, or whatever, and right. then we're going to do right. group one, which is first class, then we're going to do, they did anybody with any special needs, like, you know, you're in a wheelchair, crutches or whatever, and then we're going to... and. And with the people with special needs, anybody that's in first class, all right, and everybody else. Because wow. we only had, like, 40 fucking people mm-hmm. on this whole plane. That's crazy. It was, it was the fastest I ever got on a plane for being in group five. And it was the fastest I ever got off a plane, being three rows from the back. It's also the furthest back I've ever sat on a plane. Right. But um, we had the road ourselves. Like the entire, across the entire right, plane, road right. to ourselves. So it was cool. Um, so crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, Vegas was empty as yeah. fuck when we left. Um, Have you guys been to grocery stores since uh, you got home? So we got back to Chicago and flew into O'Hare. Now, apparently, they had shut down Midway because two or three people, TSA, at to Midway. Tested positive for coronavirus, so they had shut down Midway. Oh, wow. So it's a good thing we didn't fly southwest into Midway because oh, we would have sure. been fucked. Yeah. They would have had to reroute us through Milwaukee or something, mm-hmm. and then, or a whole different airline to O'Hare because Midway was done, I guess. Right. Uh, apparently, after we, so when we got back, we left Wednesday night, arrived in Chicago Thursday morning. It took us an hour to figure out how to get a shuttle back to our parking lot at O'Hare. Because it wasn't in the parking garage right there, because that's like forty fucking dollars a day, right. and I think I paid like twenty bucks a day to park. That's why I ride the un- bus. Unlike the economy, yeah, that yeah, was like a hundred bucks, but it wasn't bad. I mean, for where we were, a car was fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, took us an hour to figure out how to get the shuttle to that parking lot, and then we got on the wrong bus because apparently there's multiple outdoor parking lots, and each bus only. Goes to that, that particular and one. And yeah. so we're like the last ones at, in whatever parking lot they took us to. And the lady's like, this is the last stop in this parking lot. We're not in this parking lot. Y'all got on the wrong bus. Y'all going to have to go back to the terminals. And we're like, okay. 
Like, we didn't know. Like, it took us an hour just to find the fucking bus, for right, one. Right. Uh, and she's like, hold on. She gets on the radio. Uh, whatever to base. Yeah, I got these two people got on the wrong bus. They're in parking lot. Whatever. Can I take them? Yeah, go ahead. And she's on the phone with somebody. She's got, got her Bluetooth in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she's driving us to this other parking lot. And the lady's like, that's a black lady. <laughs> As if you couldn't tell when I do this terrible impression. Uh, but she's like, whoever she's talking to, it had to have been like a girlfriend or something like that. And she's like, uh, yesterday, you know, I, I was, what she says, something like, I was, uh, I was stopped picking this, these motherfuckers up. Now she's literally swearing, like, I stopped was picking these motherfuckers up and, and I had to cough, so I coughed and this bitch looked at me like, <laughs> like, like I had the fucking coronavirus and I was like, bitch, what you looking at? Like, she's a goddamn bus driver and she's right. swearing at these people she's picking up, I guess. And, and she's going on and on, whoever she's talking to about how this, and I can just see it, it was probably a stuffy old lady. Mm-hmm. You know, white old lady that's yeah, probably like, like, lady. oh my god, you coughed. No, she sneezed. She didn't say cough, she sneezed. She's like, uh, so when she sneezed, this lady looked at her with big eyes, and she's like, bitch, what you looking at? Like, uh, and, and what's the way she, I should have recorded it. It would have been really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're not going to do a skit, but no. um, we could, <laughs> but uh, we won't. But, yeah, it was it was funny. She's on the phone talking to these people, and I'm just listening in, you know, mm-hmm. eavesdropping, and she's just like, it's like uncensored, you know, how she told this bitch, what the fuck are you looking at? And. <laughs> And I can sneeze if I, if I need to sneeze. That don't mean I got the fucking coronavirus, you know, all this shit. Uh, anyway, she took her to our, our uh, thing, and then we drove home. So on the way home, we decided, let's just pop into Walmart real quick. And uh, popped into Walmart. It was the most people I've ever seen at uh, Walmart at 7 in the morning. My Walmart. There's usually nobody any there. You know, it's like workers. And maybe a few people. You know what I mean? Right. I pulled in. The fucking food side of the parking lot was as though it was fucking Black Friday. And it's like, okay, it's this has been going on now since last week of this whole toilet paper fiasco that Mm -hmm. everybody's stocking up. Okay, last I checked, if you got this coronavirus, you don't get severe shits. Right. That's what I kept saying. You don't. So why are we fucking freaking out about toilet paper? I don't know. I do like though that like Costco and I th- I don't want to say for sure, but I want to say Target, Walmart, Meyer, all these stores have put signs up saying we are no longer accepting returns on toilet paper, water, hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. Lysol because what's going to happen and they already know it. All these dumb fucks. Yeah. And I hope well if you are take it with a grain of salt or whatever, all you dumb fucks that went out and bought all this toilet paper and hand sanitizer and shit like that, when rent's due, because that's not going to stop, that's still due on whatever day, when that shit's due and this whole virus thing goes away and you ain't got money for rent and you want to go return that shit, stores aren't going to take it. So now you're fucked. Yep. So because you're, you here's the thing, you should have been preparing for something like this. Literally, Trump has been saying... Everybody needs to be prepared for, you know, if anything ever happens. Why do we wait till the last minute? And two, this thing doesn't cause you to shit. 
It's not like fucking trees are going to not exist anymore and they're not going to make toilet paper. Mm-hmm. What are we freaking out about? I don't know, man. I, Joy and I went the weekend of pandemonium and I was like, and this week, like, I don't really watch the news, obviously, so I don't really know what's going on. And yes, this is true. We're at Woodman's and we, we're, we're literally just grocery shopping because it's our time to grocery yeah. shop. That's the thing for and, normal people. They're yeah. just trying to go get you and they can't because. Yeah. And, and just before everything got crazy. And we're in line, and we've got, you know, a big cart full of food. Nothing hoarding-wise, just regular groceries. Right. And I'll go to my left, and there's this fucking dude with a shopping cart full, like completely full, overflowing with toilet paper. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, whatever, like, This guy must have severe diarrhea. And then, and then I saw another guy next to him with the same thing. I was like, Joe, maybe they got a really good deal on toilet paper. Let's go see if they got on sale. I'll be right back. So I went, and I'm looking. I'm like, it's empty. It's completely empty, and there's no fucking sales side. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, as I'm walking back, I'm seeing 15, 20 carts full of this shit. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And so we fucking buy our shit, and we leave. And then Joy goes to work the next day. She's like, Dave, you'll never guess what's fucking completely out. And she sent me a picture of their toilet paper aisle. Fucking gone. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Yeah. This virus is like a cold with pneumonia. I don't remember anybody saying anything, but, oh, my God, I've got terrible diarrhea. No. Right. Yeah. Or I, I keep shitting. Nothing. And I'm like, I don't get, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> it is weird, dude. It doesn't make any sense, man. No. And like, so we went the following weekend. So like a week ago, literally today. Uh, the bread aisle. Yeah. Completely empty. Dude. I went and did that on Wednesday night before I left on my trip. I went to the, cause we were out of bread and my mm-hmm. kid needed a sandwich for school Thursday morning. And we had no bread. And I was like, she, so she texted me. She's like, can you stop and pick up a little bread? I went there. There was four loaves of bread. In the whole fucking aisle. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess we're having this bread. Like, right. it not, it's not one that he likes, but it's like, that's all they had. Right. So bread aisle was empty. Toilet paper aisle was empty. Uh, water was empty. Yep. It's like, okay, come on. And, and this is the weird one. All the salt was gone at Joy's store. Really? All the salt. Like, we were just walking up and down the aisles. I'm like, Joey goes, why is it salt gun? I'm like, what are you talking about? I look at him, holy shit, there's, it's just completely bare co- counter. Well, you know, because with the coronavirus, there's ice on the ground. And you may need salt. Well, no, it's not even that kind of salt. It's fucking like salt yeah, you no, put no. on your food. I know. But yeah. But you can use that salt yeah, in a worst can. case scenario. Right, you can. But yeah. So they, why else? Well, yeah, I, why I, people need their salt? Yeah, I don't know it's why, weird. man. It doesn't so make any sense. When I went, when we stopped at seven in the morning on Thursday morning, they, had the not the big things of toilet paper, but the six roll packs. Mm-hmm. They had probably eight of those, and it signs said that one per person. Yep. And then they had uh, the water was they had water, but not a ton. Uh, pop was completely stocked. Alcohol was overstocked. Like they mm-hmm. had so much, which is interesting because you think like we'll get into it in in Think Tank, but. What I wanted to, what I want to do is go to like, just like one beer case, take all the beer out, take a picture, put all the beer back and post on social media be like, oh my God, Walmart's out of beer. And just watch the dudes, mm-hmm. so I'll be dudes, showing up and just buying the shit out of all the alcohol yep. simply because of one picture. Now, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a news, a news, I, I want to say it was in North Carolina or something like that. Where they showed up, so this would have been before I left, when the whole toilet paper thing started. Right. They showed up to a grocery store, the news, the camera guy and the anchor, and they removed everything off of a section of shelves, had it all stacked behind the camera. The 
news anchor stood there, or the lady, news reporter, mm-hmm. in front of the empty shelves that they emptied and did this room. Everything is, uh, you know, we have sold out. And, and somebody took a picture from behind the camera guy with the anchor in front and all this shit that they had taken off the shelves right. to give the implication that everything's getting bought up. So then after they do the report, they restack everything on the shelves, but they got their shot. Mm-hmm. So the media is creating mass hysteria. Always has. And then what do you think happened after that? Everybody runs out to yep. the fucking store and buys everything up. So in my opinion, the media should be liable for creating a mass hysteria of something that shouldn't be a mass mm-hmm. hysteria. We'll get into it deeper into Think Tank. Yeah. But th- that's kind of like a, a start of that whole thing. It's unnecessary but anyways uh, yeah with that uh, thursday morning uh, the, the fruit area was picked over the only canned foods they had left was corn uh, canned corn mm-hmm. and there was a few cans of peas and a few cans of green beans everything uh, soup everything gone yep which is weird yep it's still that way dude um but what's interesting is alcohol hadn't been touched frozen pizzas were picked over um, milks hadn't been touched. Eggs were kind of picked over. Meats were picked over. Like there was only a handful of ground beefs, and all steaks were gone. You know, there was. I want to say there was still some chicken, which doesn't matter for you, but right. you know. Uh, but yeah, all the meats were picked over. Fruits and vegetables are picked over. Canned foods are picked over. Uh, ice cream had been was picked yeah, over. Like yeah. I, I wanted to go up and down every aisle. I wanted to see. Pop not touched, really. Alcohol wasn't touched, really. Which is interesting. All the orange juice was gone. Yeah. Um, spices, though. Like you said, salt was empty. But spices and salt at the Walmart I go to, it was full. Mm. Like, So I don't know. It's weird that yours was. Yeah. Uh, and literally, as soon as they're like replenishing those things it's getting bought up so walmart and these stores are making a shit ton of money right now but Dude, i so do like that they are not going to accept returns on certain things because fuck you people now yeah. granted you won't have to worry about um you know being out of toilet paper for probably eight years right but in the meantime you're not gonna have a place to live because you can't make rent mm-hmm. because you're an idiot because you're an idiot i'm sorry you're an idiot if you were out there doing that Filling an entire cart of toilet paper because the media told you to, or you saw it on Facebook, you're an idiot. Yep. Simply, you're an idiot. Dude, here's a weird thing. So, like, when we did our shopping and stuff, um, I didn't see a lot of snack food in people's carts. But our the place of business that I'm at, we are, versus last year, we're up 145% to, to last year. But, like, chips and yeah. snacks and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. Hundred and forty five percent, Dean. Which is and our our like, I can so see it though. We do what's called T D D, which I talked about before is total direct delivery and we go right from the plant to the store. Walmarts and This is all off air, dude. You what? never talk about this oh, on no? air. Oh that's right. Well I'm doing it now, fuck it. Um and the most I've ever seen all the years of me working there, a total uh case quantity is like ten thousand, eleven thousand cases a night. Um, Sunday when I worked, it was 14,000, 14,000 cases. Um, I got an email Wednesday was 16,900 cases. 
Wow. Wow, dude. That, uh, dude it's a lot. Unheard of. It's unheard of. So, and they wouldn't be ordering this if people weren't buying it. Yeah. So, people, I mean, it's, dude, it's weird going yeah. to the store and seeing everything empty. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when we, we bought like just like a few things. We didn't, we, I was more curious to see it, mm-hmm. but we did get like, you know, we got a few things, but um, not because of this whole thing, just because we needed some shit because every fucking school's closed. So we're going to have kids home now and right. then now they're home. Now they're eating three meals here a day rather than, uh, it's normally they eat lunch at school, which you're still making that, but mm-hmm. now they're home. So they eat more because they're home. Right. Right. So I've got that fucking problem. So, you know, and yeah, just people that are going out getting their normal groceries, but now they're having to get extra of those, but you can't because everything's gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, what a fucking, and then you have all these idiots that are as though it's the end of the world. Right. But how are these people thinking it's the end of the world if the media is not, not telling, them, to telling them it's the end of the world? Yeah. So they go out and especially when you have nonsense like news people going out and removing shit from shelves to get the shot. Did you see, Which I know is this is bullshit. a thinking thing, but did you see the picture on Twitter yesterday or a video on Twitter yesterday of a lady in like a full hazmat suit, a fucking air, her mask, doing a radio, like a live uh, news broadcast, yeah. and, and the fucking camera, camera guy, guy in, just fine. In, yeah. 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 Once again, nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Uh, back when they had uh, Hurricane whatever the fuck right. it's called. Uh, they found a little, I think it was CNN or the Weather Channel, one of them found a little ravine that was full of water. Now, the the land was not underwater, but they found a ravine that was of water. Mm-hmm. So they set the camera up in a position to make it seem like, and then the reporter goes down in the ravine, so he's up to his fucking waist in the water, and they shoot it as though it's all underwater. Mm-hmm. And somebody from behind the camera takes a picture of the cameraman up on dry ground, and the person down on the fucking thing, yeah. and then you see the, uh, it's a video, and then you see the reporter after done with the report, climb out of the ravine, up on dry land. So, so why did you film that like that? Because you you want it to seem oh, like no, it's worse. It's a narrative. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they should all be liable because, so people that say, oh, Trump's an asshole, everything's fake news. No, that is fake news. Mm-hmm. When you, you're faking something to make it seem worse than it is. You've seen the video during the hurricane of the reporter out in the like he's can barely stand because of the wind yet behind him so he's standing there he's in the right camera like right in front of the camera but then behind him walking behind him are two people walking normal down the fucking street unfazed by the wind the cameraman's acting yeah. as though yeah. he can barely stand yeah. acting is the key word here yeah. that is fake news so everyone's a shit on trump with his fake news but it is all of it everything is all of it is fake mm-hmm all right, well, let's wrap this There's up. There's your get, preview for yeah, fucking Think Tank. Let's wrap this up and get right into Think Tank. We're, we're right. hot and primed. Yes, we are. All right. Uh, till next time. Oh, wait. That's the wrong show. Yep. That's, uh, what show is that? Drunk Not Drunk. Yeah. Um, what is it, Dave? Right off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. Left off.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back, Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Sometimes, to ease a shitty day, you got to listen to podcasts. Well, you're in luck. The D2R Podcast Network is full of life-changing podcasts. Whether you're dealing with a shitty boss, a pissed-off spouse, or a cat shitting in your milk, we've got you covered. Go to D2RPN.com now, but check with your doctor if you have a heart condition, male pattern baldness, female mustache, muffin top, or if you have three or more nipples. Side effects may include anal leakage, erections lasting less than four hours, spontaneous combustion, heroin addiction, gratuitous fisting, and blindness. Seek immediate medical attention if your penis falls out. The D2R Podcast Network. Viva Podcast!